0: Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Hello, doctors. The subject I want to talk about today is who are you really treating when you're treating a patient? Who are you really treating? So I know that sounds a little bit funny, but what I want to talk about is giving you an idea of thoughts that you should have with each new patient. First of all, each person is uniquely different. When, that, when your receptionist answers the phone, um, that person that they're, that they're talking to, could be a source of 100 referrals for you for the next year. They could be a source of 200 injury referrals in their lifetime. They could be a source of so many different things. You have no idea who you're talking to, and unless you treat that patient, and unless your clinic, whoever's answering the phone, treats that person that way, you're making an error. You're making an error. Because here's the thing, you never know who somebody's attached to. You never know that the person that it is calling is the wife of a hospital administrator that can get you more injury referrals through the emergency room than you ever dreamed of. You don't know if if it's the wife or it's the child or it's the friend, it's the girlfriend of an attorney that may be able to get you as many referrals as possible. You don't know if it's the husband of an attorney that may be able to get you as many referrals. You, have no, you don't know if it's the husband of... A congresswoman you don't know you don't know who these people are and you make a mistake every single time I know I've made a mistake every time I've ever minimized somebody every time I've looked at somebody and thought okay it was always short-term thinking on my part because you got to remember people are attached to a lot of other people and so when you're treating that person you're treating the whole tribe that comes with that person you're treating all of their connections if you don't get great results with that patient if you don't handle that patient well that communication goes out like a ripple out to their whole network so everything you do now let's say let's say the person calls in and they have uh, auto injury and they have headaches and they have migraine headaches good they're a mother they are a mother of two children the two children are eight and thirteen and they have been happily married for 15 years. Okay. Well guess what? When you're treating that patient who has migraine headaches, you're also treating their family. You're treating the husband, you're treating the kids because if you don't get that condition resolved, think about what it does to that person's life. If they have migraine headaches for the rest of their life, think about what that does to their marital relation. Think about what that does to their relationship with their kids. Now everyone wants to have great relationships, Great, you know, great relationships with your kids, great relationships with your, with your spouse. But if you are in pain all the time, it can really uh, be challenging. Here's the husband who can't find out who does everything for the wife, who wants to do anything and everything. And now she's injured. She's hurting. She's complaining and he doesn't know what to do. Right. Here's the kids love their mommy. Uh, You know, they're going through their various stages and instead of those stages really being uh, acknowledged, right? Because with a child, you're going through these various stages. I mean, first they're, they're in, uh, newborns, right? And they're, they're not interacting all that much. Then all of a sudden they start interacting and you're like, oh, my God. And then they become little kids. And then they start talking and asking all the questions and they start going to school. And every single one of these stages is an amazing stage. And if a person is robbed of that because they're in pain, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good thing. And the other thing is, is that you're participating in that person's life. And you're participating, therefore, in the lives of everyone that they're attached to. And I need you to start thinking about that. I need you to take a look and go, hey, when your receptionist handles that person, what? How are you training your receptionist to handle that call, right? Are you basically letting them know, hey, if this was, uh, uh, you know, the most important, uh, take a famous actor, I don't know, but if this was Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise called in, how would your staff handle him? If this was the head of a country, how would your staff handle him? If this was the governor of the state, how would your staff handle him? If this was Bill Gates, how would your staff handle him? You know, if if this was, I I don't know, um, uh, Taylor Swift, how would your staff handle them, right? They may handle them different, but that's not really where you want to be at. You want to, you want to handle them all the same, all at the highest level because you never know who they are connected to. And it's those connections and those inner relationships that can make all the difference in the world in your 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 center and in your center's growth, and people like to be acknowledged. You think about any any experience, any customer service experience that you've ever had. When somebody made you feel important, you felt good and you remembered them. Now, why? Because it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen often enough. Right? The the patients that are coming in are your lifeblood in your clinic. They're your lifeblood. An injury patient should be treated as if that patient is going to be your patient for the rest of their lives, right? When they come in and and, and they come into you for chiropractic services, whether it's injury services or non-injury services, they need to feel and and the, the attitude needs to be that this patient is going to be our patient for the rest of uh, uh, until... I used to think of it as a, as a doctor until... I retire or till they expire they'll be my patient or until they fire me and they decide that I'm not but up until that point for the rest of their life that's how I treated them as if they were gonna be my patient for the rest of their life right what's the importance of of good health care what's the importance I mean chiropractic ha- is great on in the injury side it's fantastic best there is for on the injury side now when I say best there is I mean highly trained doctors that can get great results. I don't mean the average mediocre doctor. That's not what I'm talking about. There's average mediocre doctors in every profession. No injury patient should be a part of those doctors. They should not be going to those doctors. Too high risk. Too high risk for long-term residual complaints. So what I'm talking about though is as a great doctor when that patient comes in, an injury patient sometimes will have the idea that, hey, this is all over when the injury is over. No, it's not. It's not just like dentistry; your teeth have to be maintained, and so you you'll have a dentist your whole life. Your spine, if you are into optimal health, um, your body does very well with long-term maintenance of the spinal. Uh, of the spine is an organ itself. That's irrefutable, right? So. When I look at that person, that injury patient, when they came into my clinic, I looked at them and said, hey, they're going to be my patient for the rest of their life, right? So it's my responsibility to do a great job for them. It's my responsibility to set them up for having the best opportunity to have the best health that they can for the rest of their lives. So that, that attitude has got to permeate into the people that you train to handle these, these patients, it has to permeate, right? So that's, that's, that's what has to occur. And you set the tone for that in your own center, doctors, you are the ones that set the tone. You're the ones that train your staff and training your staff on this is really, really important and making your staff feel important in the process is also important. So. That first contact, and one of the things that I recommend in the first contact when somebody calls you is that you have the ability to get their information. You take their information, you get their phone number, you're able to text them. Um, You know, if if I get a cell phone number and now my staff is texting them and saying, hey, we just want to make sure that you're on your way and that everything's okay. Also, I want to get their information either, either text, or to email them now it's better if i could get the text and email i'm going to email and text a uh instructions on icing instructions on what to do about their injury so that they can start to to treat the condition themselves if you do that so no clinics do that very few clinics only clinics that, uh, that i'm aware do that are clinics that i personally have trained Okay, if you do that, you're starting to set the tone for the relationship. You're starting to exchange um, with that patient before the patient's ever done any exchange with you. You're already starting to give to that relationship. Now, the other thing that it does is there's a there's a law of, of um, reciprocity, reciprocal law that says if I give you something, that you will feel obliged to give me something back that giving me something back is to show up to get the, to get, you know, for the appointment. So all of these things are really, really important and they're things that should be trained, but that initial contact with the patient, it really has to be, it has to be understood. Everyone in your clinic has to understand how important these people are. How important, the more important you make all of your patients and the more important you make them feel and the more you acknowledge them, you know, when's the last time you have a, you have a, you have a patient that's been a patient of yours for two, three, four years and they come in every three months or four months or whatever it is where you acknowledge them and said, you know what? I really appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you make your appointments, you keep your appointments and that you you take this seriously and that you long-term maintain this. I mean, that's my whole mission, my whole goal. Or the patient is actually, you know, it's an injury patient and they're maintaining their schedule. Hey, Mary, I'm I just want to acknowledge you that you know, you're keeping up with your schedule. You're doing your and you, you you're doing you, you know, you're you're doing your job. And I just I want you to know that I appreciate that acknowledge people in my clinic we used to have an acknowledgement day sometimes once a month sometimes every two weeks where we just picked out things and we just acknowledged patients and we picked out things not 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 in a weird way or not in a false way or not in a you know um, in a very genuine way we would just pick something out that we noticed about the person that we could we could admire about them so we had patient admiration day And when you start to admire people, watch what happens. Take a day, take with your staff and just have a patient admiration day. Pick out something. Oh my gosh, you know, your hair looks fantastic today. Oh, I really like what you're wearing today. That's a really nice color on you. Really matches your eyes. You know, I really appreciate the fact that you're so good with your schedule. Front desk, gosh, Mary, you know. It's, you're so easy to schedule. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for, for being so easy to schedule. Just admire something about them and watch what happens. If you do that for one day and you do it, f- all your staff and you for one day, it'll change the way you look at things forever and you will understand more of what I just said on this podcast. So make that first contact Understand how important it is and understand how interconnected the people are and understand that you're treating all of them. So take it with that point of view and see what happens. Doctors, as always, these are short, sweet, and to the point. Put a comment down below if you like something about it. Or tell me what do you struggle with in personal injury practice, growth, growth, What do you struggle with? Tell me down below what you struggle with, and that's what we'll create future podcasts about. Doctors, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Thank you.